630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. But we can deal with some fact in this Ooh. segment. We can talk about real history and learning about real history. Yeah, we're talking about, of course, February's Black History Month. And we're talking about Afro Quiz, talking mm-hmm. about the history that uh, we have right here in Canada, in Alberta. 4.3% of Albertans identify as black in our province. And uh, there's so many stories like I didn't know about John Ware up until a couple of years ago. That wasn't taught in school. And he has such an amazing history. uh, And he played such a big factor in the development of Alberta back uh, at the turn of the century that we should know about it. We should learn uh, his name and it should be part of our our vocabulary. Salome Asaya is the executive director of the Council of Canadians of African and Caribbean Heritage talking about the Afro quiz coming up. Good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It was kind of funny because I was trying to get Stacy and Salome to stop talking to each other during the break because you have so many great insights into why this is important, why it's important to you. Uh, the whole idea of Black History Month, can you give me your personal view about why this is an important thing? We'll get to Afro Quiz and all the things you do around that in a second, but just give us an idea of why, what this means to you. Well, just like you said, um, there's so many parts of history that have been omitted or just not shared. And so when you have portions that uh, of the community that don't know your contributions or don't know that you are actually a part of the community um, from, you know, time that, that like, you know, we might assume that, that black people weren't, weren't around in Canada. It really affects how we see each other and who we consider as part of, and who we include in things and, and what we value. So when we share parts of history, we include all the different portions, we include all the different people and how they, they contribute. It allows us to show, to have an appreciation and, and th- those biases that we get because of misinformation and all that, those can be shattered because mm-hmm. you can know that, you know, this they contributed in this way. Black people were here. They did this. They did that. They were part of our community and have been a part of our community. They're not some thing that should be pushed aside or, yeah. or, or that doesn't belong. Mm. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you made your way to Edmonton? Ah, so so yes, yeah, so I, I grew up in, I was born in Uganda and I grew up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan um, and I ended up in Edmonton, um, you know, for, for work and, and made my family and, and we've been uh, loving our life here and now I'm the executive director of CASH and I draw from my history of being a prairie girl, really, <laughs> Um, who grew up as one of the few or only black kids in my school and and um, what that experience was. And then when we would celebrate Black History Month, it was usually kind of maybe an afterthought or just a like an uncomfortable conversation. And so when we bring in uh, black history nowadays, the, the schools are doing much better in the, in the last few years particularly. But I know that even my kids um, who are, you know, uh, still really young, their experiences weren't that great at, at the start. And I would say like only like this year when I look at the material that they're being offered, I see a, a much broader depth and a more mm-hmm. richer uh, presentation. Uh, my kids uh, were taught, like uh, my, my youngest, he had, um, for his first exposure was he came back from school and he said, oh, my teacher told me some black people were slaves and they learned slave songs. And yes, slavery is definitely a part that we have to acknowledge and that we we, we recognize. Um, and we talk about the resilience from that. But there is such a huge broad spectrum of black history that we don't res- we don't celebrate. And that's what we try to do in, in AfroQuiz. Well, and also Canada is different than the United States. Uh, there, are, there are similarities. There are, there are some connections there. But that, that the experience south of the border is 
I think, entirely different than here. Even the name of the organization, because you talk about African and Caribbean heritage. Yes. There's a, how do you how do you pin down? There is no one Black History. That's no, a lot. It's no. a huge umbrella. Absolutely. We 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 contain multitudes, and there's a and and there are. Definitely, you know, there, back in the day when you do learn about Canadian history, there, there were very, you know, black people weren't welcomed at some points, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. in history. And so things like that did happen. Um, but when you actually hear about, you know, um, like like Africville in, in Nova Scotia, or you learn about all the, the contributions, the, the communities in Alberta, and you see how black people were part of this community and how they had to fight for their rights, like those are all part of, of, of the experience, right? Yeah. And like, you're right, uh, American history is different from Canadian history, but we also have like the people who came during the 80s uh, for, you know, for, for our, our elders actually who started uh, the Council of Canadians of African and Caribbean Heritage. It was because they wanted to advocate for black people mm-hmm. as a group, as a whole, and they wanted uh, to be recognized because if you, all you're getting is, um, you know, negative play from the states or from, from everywhere, you need to also advocate for yourself and for your kids to have that self-esteem that yeah. the, the outside community may not know, but you will know. You will know. And it's important for non-black kids Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And that's and we welcome everybody from the community. We've had kids of all backgrounds participate. And the point of it is when you learn f- history, you should be amazed. You should be have a sense of like, wow, so that you, and, and that's part of what we do at AfroQuiz. Kids submit a video called an Afro Wow. It's like, what didn't you know that you learned today? And they come back from it and they're like, I didn't know this and I didn't know. Just like when you're talking about John Ware. You know, you you have that that sense of, of fun, and then that's a competition. So they're like out to get each other. They're like they're like I know the most. I know the most. <laughs> so tell us about Afro Quiz. Yes. What it is, who's involved, how long does it go for? All give us the the Coles notes on it. Okay, so Afro Quiz is our Jeopardy style game show that it's been running for 32 years here in Edmonton. It was it's, it was made in Edmonton by our elders. Yeah, and so every every Black History Month, kids get a package of learning material. They go home and they study and they come back and they compete in this Jeopardy game. Game show and they can win prizes. So this year it's like iPads, Chromebooks, mm-hmm. um, and, and like just like like things that kids are, are really drawn to, right? So that's the, the motivation. But the real prize is the knowledge that they get. Uh, we also do a thing called Afro Academy, which is uh, the prep course that they do. So they, they come together every Sunday at Stanley Milner, Milner Library in Edmonton, downtown Edmonton, and they uh, are put into houses. So basically, if you think about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. similar, like, yeah. so except ours are themed by like African Empire and 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 kingdoms and themes and so they get like a, a, a broad view or a broad understanding of this is also part of the black history experience mm-hmm. right and so they, they they learn chants they like they, they work with each other and they kind of like egg each other on to see who's gonna win so I, my house is gonna win my kingdom's gonna win and and, they, and so that's how they 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 learn the material Once. so um, they, they quiz each other they get points submit these afro wows and whoever has the highest points gets to represent their house so similar to um, our houses are I, I like to say it's like Wakanda Forever meets Harry Potter meets Jeopardy all kind of mixed together right so they're battling for these individual points as well as house points and so it's just a fun way to learn history and so does this happen over a weekend over the month and and of course the kids have to sign up for this yes so so the kids register they start registration in September and they they start studying as soon as the material comes out in January then in February that's when they start meeting and they and they start quizzing each other so every weekend in February they get to meet other kids who who they they are in their house and in their kingdom and they 
work and they build that camaraderie. And then that's when they meet on the Saturday, the 24th at 1 p.m. this uh, this Saturday. And they're going to compete. So the top finalists who've gotten the most points, who've studied the hardest, who've done the most, awesome. are going to do that. Yeah. So where is that going to take place? Stanley Milner Library. In the library right? again. Yes, okay. yeah. So can people come and watch it and check Absolutely. it out? And you learn a little something while oh. you're listening too, right? You learn. And as a parent who is helping a kid study, you will actually learn so much. Every single year you as a parent learn. And it allows you to give context and it opens up conversations. So you learn to talk to your kids about sexism, about racism, about, you know, why did this happen in the way that it did? And if you don't know, you get to explore it with your kid in an age-appropriate way. And kids, little kids, they understand wrong from right. So it doesn't have to be this big, like, ah, I have to do this whole... No, they understand it's not fair or this was, you know, this should be recognized. And they move on. And then once they get that inside them, they're like, okay, cool. I I move. Yeah. And they learn study skills at Afro Academy as well. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners who may, who may not know, do you know, and I'm putting you on the spot, do you know much about John Ware? Just in yeah. case they were asked about John Ware. Can you tell well, us a little bit about him? He was a... Cowboy. He was American. Yes. He American came to Canada. Came to Canada, and I think uh, I, I shouldn't have said I know a lot. Putting you on the spot. I just thought he was a cowboy. Yes, yes. He was a cowboy who who I think that he was part of the the, the first settlers, and he um, set up. I think it was like the the rodeos. Uh, I, you know what? I should yeah, have. I think I think the stuff that he did in terms of uh, he popularized steer wrestling, which of course yes. is, is a mainstay in in uh, Calgary Stampede. Faced yeah. a lot of racism. You know, yes. a lot of people think that Canada was immune from racism. Oh, no, there was there. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, but he, uh, reportedly, his funeral was one of the largest ever held in the area. So he, he sort of uh, lived down south. So I, I thought it was yeah. fascinating. And I'm like, I didn't know this. Yes. Well, have you but learned about the, the Colored Hockey League in, in Nova Scotia and how they were established, I think, 22 years before the National Hockey League? Mm. And um, some of the, the parts of the current hockey that we play today was originated or that was attributed to the players of that league and how that ev- evolved the game. And, and so then uh, if, you, if, you, if you do your research about it, there's a, there a documentary about it and, and how things such as like the slap shot and um, uh, I think back in the, before hockey, was that the goalies didn't come out of their, their um, area um, and that was kind of one, one thing that they had done in their league because they weren't able to participate in the yeah. other hockey leagues. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that throwing themselves on the ground wasn't allowed and all these things that kind of evolved. Yeah. yeah That's fascinating. So, mm-hmm. Oh, learning a lot this morning. There you go. This morning. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in. Really oh, appreciate it. Nice to see me. you. Yes. Thank you. I uh, hope... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're no, the I, guest. I, hope to, I hope to see everybody um, uh, at AfroQuiz. Uh, they can get tickets still on our website okay. at cash.org, so C-C-A-C-H.org, as well as, um, you know, come and support us in, uh-huh. in any way that, that they want. We are a nonprofit, and so we appreciate nice. all the help. Yeah. Thanks so much, Salome. Salome is the Executive Director of the Council of Canadians of African and Caribbean Heritage. Thank you.